You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history. With Stig Shapiro. There's a reason I'm Trigger. drinking warm vodka in the breaks. Sandra Golden. Listen, I love a petty party, and I am right in the heart of it. Rusty Menzel. My grammar hasn't got me to this point in my career. And Drew Butler. What are you going to say when it happens that I'm the man? It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome to Friday. Steak Shapiro, Sandra Golden, thanks so much for being with us. A busy, busy week, and then next week's all funky because we're off on MLK. Yeah, it's a holiday, three-day. or Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm only here Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm going out to Florida Thursday, Friday for the weekend with some buddies. So I, we don't have a lot of time together. we got to make the best of our time in general. We must make... In general, we need to make the best of our time. I agree. I totally agree. Yes, yes, yes. I uh, just was so thrilled to, I just told Mike Johnson, master class in sports talk radio yesterday, if you listen to him, and I think he was on a ton of stations all over the country, of his storytelling of being a, a captain under Nick Saban, but the personal stories of Nick Saban knowing that he got a C on a test. And calling, you know, nothing about football, just wanting you to be a better human being. And then y'all getting Kirby was tremendous. Rusty Mansell is just so the man. And uh, Kirby's reaction and what he learned from Saban. And it's just amazing. You, great job yesterday. I loved it. Yeah, the station did a great job. Um, it's really, it, it, it's the best of what sports talk radio, especially this station, can be. Um, when there's stuff like this going on, I mean, and, and yeah, I don't want to get into um, – the Pat McAfee, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Kimmel nonsense. But my point was when that rant, which, by the way, everything I think I said in my rant, Pat McAfee and his team realized, like, we need to get back to our show. Like, you know we he need had to, Aaron Rodgers well, Aaron Rodgers called, called in because he didn't want to be, you know, because the word was Aaron Rodgers was thrown off the show. That's when, not what happened, though. It was right. just the end of his run. Exactly. But so. then he wanted you to know that. My only point okay, was, sorry. my only point was, like, People want a, a – this is not the real world, right? So, like, this is the, – the real world for us is not covering the election or the awful stuff going on in the wars around the world or, or any – the real world for us is a coaching hire, which is like, you know, it's like a big storm for CNN or it's the retirement of Nick Saban. Like, these things are still – not real world problems, but in our world of sports talk radio, mm-hmm. this is like you know, well, exciting. Th- it's yeah, just, it this makes is us, ground zero. It this makes is you like, hit the bed, the, the you know, the floor running in the morning. What's the going? greatest? Uh, what do I always say about sports talk radio? It's the greatest, or not sports talk radio? Sports is the best reality show ever, ever. and that's what's going on. There's seven openings now. There's six because Gerard Mayo is getting the, the uh, Patriots job, um, so that soap opera played. Oh, it was eight. I'm sorry. So there's seven. Um, so so that's, you know, front and center. The hiring of the new Alabama coach is going to be crazy, right? Um, all these other openings, how Pete Carroll got pushed out, how Belichick essentially got pushed out. We got all that going on. We got the draft. Like, it is, it is just a great time to be, like you said, getting up and reading your tweets and, and following all these uh, websites and 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 we know we know that football is king, right? Mm-hmm. We know they got twenty six million almost for the national title game, which was not a good game. I mean, it just wasn't a good game. It was it wasn't even a star power game, other than the I guess the biggest star was the quarterback of Washington, right? 
I mean, if uh, you, Michigan and their Michigan their brand. and what their they brand drove it. is. Their brand. But and if you looked at, by the way, the biggest numbers of football games over the entire season, I don't know if was, you saw there the three top Michigan ten, games. three in the top five were Michigan. But I mean, Michigan, Ohio State, both undefeated. Alabama, Michigan. I mean, yeah, it's Michigan's the, the brand, yeah, sure. but but it's also they had the they had the best games, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised Georgia, Alabama didn't do better. My my point is, it was in the it was up there. It was four, I think. Okay, football is king. NFL. If you want to know what 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 the real king of the world is, wait till you see the NFL numbers from this weekend. That that are what? It's the most fun weekend, right? Because yeah, six games and it's and this is what out. college football is going to get, right? So college football is going to awesome. get one of these weekends. Uh, as well, so it's exciting stuff. We're we're fired up. We got a lot for you. Had a great interview with Albert Breer that we just heard. Um, so I don't know if it's breaking news on the Falcons. There's a lot of topics to uh, get into, and there's still stories from last night and this weekend. So that's why we do our nine at nine. Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top nine at nine. Nine on the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. All right, Patriots have their guy, Gerard Mayo, uh, Diana Rossini reporting. They did not ask anybody else even for an interview. And then on Twitter, Steak, and I don't know if you'll know this, but it was in Mayo's contract. He was replacing Bill. Is that true? That's on Twitter, so it must be true. Well, Bill Belichick and Gerard Mayo didn't have the best relationship this past year. You think? They asked Belichick to consider a transition um, process where you hand over the reins to Mayo. He wasn't down with it necessarily. So obviously there'd be tension on the coaching staff, right? Um, uh, But I got to read more on that. I think it's great for Bob Kraft and, and New England First of all, I like that it's an African-American coach. That, that Inside you don't even linebackers have... coach, already there. Players guy, players love him. You've heard his name for at least three years that you have the guy on the staff to replace Belichick. That's You've heard great. his name. So it's quick. It's the right hire. It's a young guy. As I said, it's African-American, which I think is great, especially for that neck of the woods, like to get somebody in there. It's great for the NFL to have a signature franchise that's won more titles. Now have a young guy like him at the helm. And for Bob Kraft, he's not going through the Michigas that this city's going to be going through. The, you know, the Belichick name and then the interviews with There's with eight Raheem, other assistants that they've ben had Johnson, to request. Right. Yeah, but keep in mind, of Rabel, you don't have to know about that. Or, you know, the Belichick, they don't have to request because they're unemployed as of now. So just keep an eye on that. We Have you heard any inside stuff? Albert Breer gave you the most. We'll hear from him shortly. Uh, Dan Lanning says, thanks, but no thanks. That happened fairly quick. And he said, I'm staying here at Oregon. So if you wake up this morning, the odds favorite to get the Alabama job, which I am stunned, is Dabo Swinney. I, I don't I don't see Kalen any- DeBoer and then um, Mike Norvell. Do that with. What I think you Mike will. Norvell would be the best. Uh, Please stop saying that. Hire Please there. stop saying that. Please. Okay. I'm going to burst into tears right here. Possibly jump off this ninth Wh- floor. Why would you want Dabo Sweeney right now? It feels like you never embraced the portal. Uh, it feels like there's an edge to him right now that, you know, Clemson's nowhere near where they, where they were. He's not old, though, so it's not an age thing. I don't know, man. It, I think the real question is. Do you want to be the guy that just replaced the greatest of all time in college football? Do you want to go step in there because you you are set up to fail? You either get to that Final Four in the national title game or you're out. And by out, I mean holy oatmeal cream pie. Well, 
you're also, you know, you say set up to fail. I could argue you're set up for success because your roster is built with all five-star players. You have the finest facilities in America. Perception's reality. The first time you lose a game, oh, no. I get it. But, I mean, listen, I get that he's a tough guy to follow. No question about it. But there's a lot of things in place at Alabama the great, to be yeah. really successful. Yeah, but, but I, I don't know. Gosh. But Dan Man. Landing didn't want that smoke. I totally get it. Like, I can do this here. Imagine ridiculous quality of life out there. They're going to the Big Ten. I don't need to go across the country to do it, like you said, Sandra, to not be as good as Saban. I can build my own legacy right here at Oregon. Especially, and I have, kind of, you've already done it because you were the first name, the hot name. You're yep. on that set that night. College Dan Lanning is the man. It's Kirby and then Dan. He's yeah. right up there. So, all right, quickly, Max Fried and the Braves avoid arbitration. So did AJ Minter. What does that mean? Max Fried is going to be a free agent and he is going to get a massive. Yeah, contract enjoy your year next, with, exactly. with Max Fried. Enjoy your year. Exactly. I mean, I don't know what you think the world is. Braves fans think like, oh, you know, everybody in the Braves is here for a decade. That's just how it goes, or seven or eight years. At some point, yes. Guys are going to get on the free agent market. Max Fried will be the first guy. Pacers here tonight to play the Hawks. Hawks gunning for three straight wins. Also, Washington here tomorrow night if you want to go head down downtown. Yeah, then to Mo- State and Monday, uh, Wemby Yama's coming in on Monday. Wemby, look at you. Yeah. Uh, you haven't seen him live, right, yet? No. No. Okay. I've not seen him. Uh, college Hoops. Go Dogs! They've won 10 straight, gunning for 11 tomorrow. They're perfect at home, 10-0, as Tennessee comes into Athens. That's at noon. That's Number on ESPN2. five, Tennessee, a powerhouse of a program. Georgia, let me just say this, Day-Day, all right? Georgia beats Tennessee. They're going to the NCAA tournament. And that doesn't mean uh, – that just means they're good enough that that's where this team is. It also means another signature win. It would be a win over a top 10 program. And I think we'd all look at it day to day and be like, dude, they got something going on. Yeah, in Georgia Athens. Yeah, Georgia looks good. Uh, congratulations to them. And I'm with you. They beat Tennessee. I think that pretty much writes the writing on the wall that they'll get right. in the, the writing on, It doesn't mean that's enough. But what it means is they've got one of those top 10 wins and they'd be 3-0 and in the SEC. Right? Yeah, 3 0 in the SEC. Yeah. So Tennessee just lost to Mississippi State two nights ago. Yeah. Snap, that snapped their seven game win streak. Also, Georgia Tech is at Duke, five o'clock on the ACC network. I bring that up because since Georgia Tech beat Duke, Duke has not lost. So good luck, everybody. That, that's going to be a beatdown. That is and true. And by the way, Georgia Tech coming off losses to Notre Dame and Boston College, both at home. Both the worst teams in the ACC. Come on, Damon Stoudemire, let's go. Hey, uh, be weather aware. I know I used to do the weather in Panama City, so I, know I can't you are. say that. You're welcome. But you were not a meteorologist? Oh, God, no. You have to, <laughs> what, do you have to study to, to do that? Well, no, you push a button. I was on the weekends where four people are watching, and they're like, could you do the weather? We'll give you $750 a year more. Did you, like, yes. did you have a wardrobe extensive enough that you never doubled up? On your oh, goodness, no. no, 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 no. So, like, let me ask you a question. Uh, we were talking about <laughs> Regis and, and Kelly. Mm-hmm. Regis, and Kathy Lee, Kath. No, Kelly. I'm going to talk yeah, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Has she? Does she have a different outfit every day yes. for the last ten years? Yes. Yes. She's no duplicates. No duplicates. I'm okay. Sure. Yeah. She doesn't come in hungover, and somebody's like, "You wore that last Wednesday." That doesn't no, happen. No, that definitely doesn't happen. <laughs> Somebody is. So, but that but in Panama City, 
You were du- you would duplicate your wardrobe. Oh my god! I probably had four outfits, and that was it. Plus, wow. I didn't care about stuff like that. Which I do you have should've. any video of you doing yes. the weather? Yes, my mom has every. Can you thing. ask to send that along? I uh, Let's do that when you bring in your tapes from when you were seven doing radio. You've been talking about that for ten years. I'm dying I, to I, hear I know, that. My mom, my mom. I have the most ridiculous tapes of me at eight years old I, doing I, sports, but I think I screwed it up. Like it's they're so old. That I tried to play him, and I think I messed him up. My mom yeah. doesn't like to hear him. So uh, we'll have to find those. Get off the roads around noon is what I'm hearing from the news people that just, in all seriousness, we have a, a lot party of serious tonight. weather. We have a 50th birthday tonight for my brother-in-law. Should we not be out tonight? No, I think it's actually going to move on through quickly, but from... I think they're saying from 10 to 6, just be a lot of schools are canceled today, y'all. So just well, be a lot of the aware. high school uh, basketball games and stuff tonight are canceled. Are they? Yeah. Okay. A lot of them already have been canceled. So that's uh, uh, nine at nine, right? That's it. Thanks, Sandra. Uh, when we come back, why the hate on Bill Belichick that I've heard in the last 24 hours in this town is next level. I like, okay, everybody, take a deep breath. Also, Albert Breer. Tells you from ESPN, who does Arthur Blank truly want to hire? He calls it big game hunting. Sports Radio 929 a game. Now back to more of the steakhouse. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. On Sports Radio 929, the game. Oh, how I miss you. I just want to kiss you. They just got rid of you. Oh, Bill Belichick. You didn't flatten that ball. It was Tom Brady. You didn't spy gate. You didn't deflate gate. He's innocent. So why fire him when it should have been Mr. Crowd? 924. That's it. That is that's Chandler Jones. That is beautiful. Who wrote that song. That's beautiful. He's had some issues, Chandler Jones. Is that the Chandler Jones that got moved to the Raiders that has gone a little cuckoo a few times? And um, He also is the guy that... The ignominious end of the Bill Belichick era should have been when um, I forget the wide receiver from Florida threw it threw it backwards on a lateral play, <laughs> and, and they and the, when it was tied last year in Vegas, and Chandler Jones intercepted and ran it in, and that and he should have just walked out then. Yeah, things weren't going were not going to go well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but anyway, that's <laughs> I. Chandler Jones, man, that thing has to be blowing up the internet. Anyway, Steak and Sandra on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This hour uh, is brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration, one-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. Kirby Smart joined us yesterday. You'll hear more from that interview and Sandra's comments, especially about Nick Saban, who sat down to the one-on-one Reese Davis. That's coming up in 20 minutes. Right now, we'll stick to the NFL and the coaching moves. And yesterday, the end of the Bill Belichick era after 24 years. Um, as he is 15 wins away from the all-time winningest coach in NFL history. And, and the firestorm around possibly hiring him in, in Atlanta is huge. I'll get Sanders' thoughts on that. But Bob Kraft yesterday, him and Belichick make nice. 
Belichick gets a little choked up, says, I'll always be a Patriot. Uh, Bob Kraft clearly was like, we are moving on. There is no massaging, taking personnel away, you know, changing responsibilities. He wanted to move on. Then he has a press conference four hours later that was a little bit awkward, but brief. And he already knew who his new head coach was. Here's Bob Kraft yesterday. I think it's awkward, you know, while he's still coaching to bring closure. But I hope when that's all over, we can do something that properly honors him and respects him for what he's done with us. And um, everything in life is the proper timing. So we're going to have to wait for that. So that- Do you believe there was a falling out and they don't speak to each other in the building? What is the real truth? What's going on there in the four walls? Wow. Here's what was interesting. Bob Kraft said he did not always have all the power. Uh, they had a guy there, uh, I forget what his name, uh, not Albert Greer or Bobby, I don't, I don't know who the personnel guy was. Scott Pioli was there for a while. Thomas Dimitrov was there, other guys. He didn't have all the power. After his third Super Bowl, Kraft said it yesterday, after his third Super Bowl, Bill Belichick basically said, I need to pick the players. I need to pick the coaches. I need 100% control of every decision made on this campus. And Kraft gave him all of it. Gotcha. Now, again, when you're – you know, the Patriots franchise was just as moribund a franchise as the Falcons. Terrible uh, history, no championships, um, you know, the, the whipping boy of the Dolphins or Bills or anybody else for years. And then, you know, when you start winning Super Bowls, imagine if Atlanta gets to two Super Bowls or three Super Bowls. My point is, whoever did that, Sandra, you're going to let him do whatever he wants. Which I totally, totally get, which makes my pivot back to your tweets yesterday. Yes. Um, you want to read the tweets? I do. Uh, Stake, uh, 18 hours ago, I want us all to be clear that the brightest football mind in the history of the NFL is someone Falcon fans wants to pass on in favor of, let's say, a Ben Johnson or Raheem Morris. I think that... So are you in the camp of I, I hope the Falcons hire Bill Belichick because he's the greatest, my next, brightest football mind in the, the history of the NFL? Right. Read the tweet after that. Do you have that? No. Um, well, you just if you go to me, you can see because it was a stream of consciousness tweeting all day as I was watching people lose their mind about don't even go near Bill Belichick. Right. Well, I, I my point on your tweet is, is that both things can be true. Right. He might be the greatest mind in all of football. He has the rings to prove it. He has all of it. But in the last three seasons, his record is eerily similar to one Arthur Smith. Belichick was 22 and 29. Arthur Smith was 21 and 30. Right. So um, well, listen, his I- age is an issue for me. And I'm, I mean, I'm just thinking if I'm in that room at Flowery Branch, the room where it happens is much different from when he began and even his Tom Brady. These younger players and what they are willing to follow you up a hill for and learn and social media and. Um, the kids, the kids these days are different. Stake. Um, I know I, I mean, sound like the old lady on the hill. To a degree, they're not, they're not really different. Georgia Kirby Smart pounds them into the ground, gets them to be disciplined. You know, works them. Um, but he's and one system. of them. He's one okay, of them. Okay, well, he well, then Nick was... Saban did it, and Nick Saban finally went away because he's tired, as, as we'll hear. Listen, I'm I, just I, saying that an NFL franchise that is the Falcons and who they are, Bill Belichick. My next, is, my next tweet was Belichick has done a horrendous job the last two years running this team, and even worse on recent drafts. He hired bad coordinators and messed up his quarterbacks and deserves all the heat. I get that part. Maybe his best days are indeed behind him. But if they're not, 
dot, dot, dot. So I don't have a strong – here's what my strong opinion. You need to calm down. Losing your mind in Atlanta, like hiring Bill Belichick, would be the worst thing in the world. Bill Belichick is the brightest football mind. Just how do I know that? From the 100 people that have been around him. Now, is he insufferable? Yes. Did he have too much power in New England? Absolutely. Is he old? 100%. But, I mean, like, if you think Tom Brady's winning six Super Bowls – Without Bill Belichick, you don't understand how that team was built and made up and the Patriot way. Ask Randy Moss. Ask Rodney Harrison. Ask Teddy Bruschi. Ask Gerard Mayo, who's their new head coach. So, like, there are worse things in the world if you could figure out how to bring Belichick in. However, I am not saying that that is the hire. Jim Harbaugh would be an incredible hire. And I think there'd be something fun about some of these guys you're talking to. What I just think that the vitriol... Of like, I mean, listen, are the Atlanta Falcons really in a position to stick their nose up and say, how dare you consider Bill Belichick? That's all I'm saying is is let's be a little more measured, you know, uh, about, you know. The, the <laughs> this fan base I don't think can be measured when it comes to Bill Belichick, and 28-3 is the reason. Um, I don't think he, he scores well in the I'm nice to people department is from what I've heard. I've never met the guy you have. You crashed his table at house. I was there. You and Finneran. I mean, God bless that night. Scariest. But, yeah. The scariest walk up of all time. Forget about trying to hit for on him. For him? For you guys. No, for us. <laughs> uh, listen, Brian Finneran, right? It's like we, he's here. We have to go bother him. We have to. Because he had given a compliment to our co-host, Brian Finneran. If you stop Finneran in the red zone, you stop the Falcons. So he wanted that out there, that that yep. was the nicest thing anybody ever said about him. Anyway, we joke. So, I, listen, Falcon fans should care less about how nice he is to people. All, all that matters to the Atlanta Falcons is how the hell are we going to get to the playoffs? How the hell are we going to win this division that's going to be awful again next year? And how the hell are we going to stop being one of those franchises in the National Football League that has no history of winning, right? Correct. And if Bill Belichick was 60 years old, it's not even a conversation. I agree. Or 64. I, total, I, I don't like a 73-year-old guy. I look at how he looks now, and I look at the montages of him 10, 12 years ago where he just looks better. He looks healthier. He looks like he's down on the ground coaching Lawrence Taylor. That was 35 years ago. Or he's coaching, you know, Teddy Bruce. Like, he's in it. Yeah. And he doesn't like look Pete, like Pete it. Pete Carroll's body and his whole, he's right. all in. There's something he's to it. He's out there dancing. And, you know, the Belichick, but I agree he with looks, your, No, he looks The, the optics of Belichick up. is. Like, I don't see that as a fresh start for us. But I also think it, people were crazy to think, you know, this would be an awful thing for Atlanta. Here is uh, Albert Breer. He's covered the Patriots longer than anybody. Now he's the NFL reporter. This morning on the morning shift, who does Arthur Blank want to hire? I do think, like, Blank wants to take big swings. So so my initial reaction to that question, it would be Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, yeah. Um, and, I mean, like, I, I just – I think he wants to – at least, like, the early stages of this make it seem like, all right, like, I want to take a big swing here. Um, and I do think, like, it's just my sense having talked to people over the last few days and weeks, if it isn't Belichick, there would be a little bit of a reset. All right. So Harbaugh would be two. Is that he what said he's saying? One, or he's saying one. Harbaugh no, but he said one. if Belichick, then there's going to be a reset. Re- reset Is that what mean, I just – Harbaugh's right. one, Belichick's two. Reset would mean the eight guys you're interviewing, right? Okay. The Ben Johnsons and Raheem Morris's of the world and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What's the next cut? Is it even worth playing? I don't think we need to play, right? What was it, Garrett? Essentially – It's just that Raheem Morris – All right, let's hear – if, if not those two, Sandra, here's what Albert Breer thinks. 
And so, like some of the names you mentioned, like I think Raheem is going to be dynamite the second time yeah, around. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think like Raheem would be a great name um, for Atlanta. You asked you me know? the other day and I said Raheem Morris would be my guy. How come we're not mentioning Mike Vrabel? Y'all, Mike Vrabel. Right. If I mean, my list begins with Mike Vrabel. Yeah. And when what's going on in Tennessee? I like and that. I mean, I've players that played for Mike Vrabel in Tennessee have said um, they don't so want. He's one. For they, me. I don't. They, am I missing something? They don't want to hire, if possible, a guy that's never been a head coach. Vrabel has a Raheem Morris. So if those are my number ones, Raheem, and yours is Mike Vrabel. Mike Smith wasn't a head coach. Dan Quinn wasn't a head coach. Arthur Smith wasn't. Now, two out of three have did really good things. Not the third one. But I think they want, from being at the press conference, I think they want a head coach. I think Mike, if you're not talking to Mike Vrabel, what are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. And I think they will. I mean, there's no. Yeah, because they don't have to report, you guys. They have to report who they're asking other teams for. That means they're employed. So that doesn't mean that they haven't spoke to him. It just means right. we don't know about it. Yeah, it's going to be fun next couple of weeks. Watch this. Now, seven teams left. Patriots hiring Gerard Mayo uh, as we continue our conversation. Another coaching opening at Alabama. And another conversation Sandra wants to talk about is how do you know when it's time to hang it up? I don't know. Nick Saban decided in like 60 seconds right before his meeting. Or did he? Yeah. So you got to know when to hold them. And in Nick Saban's case, you got to know when to fold them, and he did. But who's next? We'll do the tailgate when we come back. It's Steak and Sandra, fastest two hours in radio. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You got to learn to play it right. You got to know when to. This is so exciting. Sounds like the bomb. Nope, we're not done. It's more of the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 943, Sports Radio 929, the game Stake Shapiro, Sandra Golden, and uh, a Friday show that is uh, busy. We got uh, Garrett and uh, Day Day will play uh, a little edition of Deep Dive with Day Day at 1010. He's going to ask a couple of questions that me and you have to kind of get into, right? I don't I'm know where they are. Dive, baby. That's yeah. right. We're going to deep dive I'm hard. Excited. Trevor Scales, Harvard University running back. Bally Sports, voice of the Hawks and the Braves. I believe it might be his first appearance on the show. It is, with he, our He's going to play uh, buy or sell with us coming up later. And uh, just a, a busy, busy time. Follow us on social media and the Odyssey app. We score a lot of points when you get on that app, and we're the most listened to at 9 a.m. The most listened to downloaded hours is when you guys are popping on that app at 9 o'clock to listen to us, and we appreciate it. So make sure you do that at Stake Shapiro. At Sports Sandra, your weekend, uh, anything happening? Oh, it's my good friend Karen Solder Holmes' birthday, milestone birthday. We're having a bash tomorrow night, and I just decided I'm going to make a big old thing of chili on Sunday Uh for Wild Card uh Sunday. Oh, okay. Very excited. How many games on Sunday? What do you NFL? Three on Sunday. It's two, three, one. Two Saturday, three Sunday, one Monday night. Oh, man. The NFL is just going to crush this weekend. This is my favorite weekend. Yeah. Six games, all do or die, all single elimination games. So where's this party? Is that up at the lake on yep. Saturday mm-hmm. night? Big exactly. lake party? Yeah. It's at uh-huh. their beautiful home on the lake. I got, a, I got a 50th birthday for my brother-in-law tonight. So um, Where is that? CNS. So I like to do an 8 a.m. workout on Saturdays, so I try to clear Fridays. It's not looking good. Uh, right. The Saturday workout is not looking yeah, good. Yeah, I agree. With My you. buddy Jeremy at Burn, I'd love to be with you, but it, you know, I know Josh's group, right? 
Um, and group's a good word because they belong in group. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hey, hey Josh. <laughs> hey, Tony. That. Yeah, a lot of them have probably been in group. I know this group. That's funny. So we have that tonight. Nola's got a big dance thing I got to deal with. Uh, no, I don't mean that. Nola's got a great dance thing that I'm excited mm-hmm, for. Mm-hmm. There's a football party on Sunday. Another one of our buddies has a birthday party. So and then you're off weekend. on Monday. You guys were off on Monday. I happy. Know. Happy MLK You're not Day. supposed to say happy, yeah. are you, Dave? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Are you? No, I don't. You know, I don't think you have to say happy MLK Day. Well, I, I mean, think it's just a thing. Well, you know, why not say happy MLK? I mean, you can salute. salute. You got, oh, Garrett's got a show on Monday, so okay. please Good stay for, tuned for Garrett. Uh, all right, Garrett is our new uh, associate producer. Yes, he is a ball of fire. He is very awesome. energetic, he's, bright. He's, reminds yes, me kinda. of a young man in the business. That's making right. his way, multi-talented. And he's good enough to uh, push the buttons today. Mm-hmm. Like when we go th- and we say things like, let's talk some college football. Right. right? I heard about that. Guy. It's time to tailgate. No, we tailgate. Taking a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse. Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Well, my Seminoles are in trouble, Steak. Doesn't look good. Now, I'm going to just sift through my reports here because the last time I looked, you're able to pay players, correct? Please come to our school. Yeah, it's basically free We're going to give you some monies and all that. Free agency. in the fine print, you're not allowed to do that while they're recruiting. Wink, wink. And you're certainly not allowed to have evidence. And you're certainly not allowed to have uh, Billy the Booster Boy go around town and tell everybody, I'm the guy, this is how much money I have offered. So having said so what all happened? that, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to. Do you remember Marius Mims? Who this was in the spring of '22, entered the transfer portal, went down to Florida State. I don't remember. I know I was in the portal, mm-hmm. and he came back to Georgia anyway. There right? you go. That's exactly what happened. Well, while he was there, the NCAA says you cannot provide money, which it's reported that it was he was offered fifteen thousand dollars a month. To come if you will come okay. and play. About 175000 a year, right Look around there. Yep. Look at you. Look at you. All right. So if you're thinking, uh oh, and I was texting with Rusty this morning, and he goes, uh, if they're getting FSU for this, a lot of schools How are going to be. How serious are trouble. the penalties? Not, it's a, basically a slap on the wrist, and that's okay. the truth. Uh, two years probation, five scholarships over the next two years. You're five gonna over two years. Two years. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just saying, though, if this is some sort of precedent, okay. Let me ask a quick question, FSU. I know they were portal heavy, that they didn't They're really build. very portal heavy this right. year as well. Yeah, so that was one of the problems is that you knew most of these kids weren't coming back because they were there for one year, kind of what Ole Miss is doing with Lane Kiffin. Um, are they, do they have a great recruiting year? Are they going to be at the Mac same Daddy. level? They're in, like I believe, top five in the portal as well as okay. great recruiting. Now, having said that, Mike Norvell is on the very, very short list of, of replacements Alabama. at Alabama. Know, so don't say, I think he'd be a good guy to get the job. Don't say it. If you say it, I might put storm it out, out of this uh, office. Right. And I hope my, I'll have I hope a hissy my, fit. I hope Mike Norvell stays in. What happened tonight? This is completely BS. Thank yes. you. Thanks so much. Thank <laughs> okay. you very, very much. Uh, it was just a great, great listen for me to watch the entire Reese Davis interview with Nick Saban. And Nick and Reese are tight. Great win for Reese Davis. He goes to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, oh, yeah. and he gets the exclusive sit down in the Alabama football headquarters with Nick Saban. Here we go. Well, I don't think there's any good time, especially when you're a coach, because once you're a coach, you think you're going to be a coach forever. But I actually thought that uh, in hiring coaches, uh, recruiting players, uh, that my age started to become a little bit of an issue. People wanted 
uh, assurances that I would be here for three years, five years, whatever, and it got harder and harder for me to be honest about. And to be honest, this last season uh, was grueling. Uh, it was a real grind uh, for us to come from where we started to where we got to. Took a little, little more out of me than usual. And you know, when people mentioned the health issue, it was really just the grind of, can you do this the way you want to do it? Can you do it the way you've always done it? and be able to sustain it and do it for the entire season. And if I couldn't make a commitment to do that in the future, uh, the way I, I think I have to do it, I thought maybe this was the right time based on those two sets of circumstances uh, that, like I said, there's never a good time. Uh, but I thought maybe this was the right time. He's got an $18 million home he built on the uh, ocean in South Florida. He's got multiple business ventures that are doing incredibly well. He loves his home up on Lake Burton as well, which is uh, spectacular. He's the winningest. Oh, he's he's the greatest college football coach of all time. Seven titles, six at Bama, one at uh, LSU. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, I have no. He's in great shape. Doesn't drink. Yeah, he said he and Miss Terry, their health is great. But I, it begs the question to me, and this is what I was thinking about: How do you know when it's time? And he dropped nuggets this past season, especially during the playoffs, of saying. The changes with the transfer portal, the NIL. No There's question. been more changes in the last three years than 35 years before. That was his quote. I'd almost say 100 years. There's more yeah. changes. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is the absolute Wild West. Right. There's no salary cap. There's no limit on portal transfers. Kirby Smart yesterday on our show told you this is out of control. Yeah. And he, he, re- he referenced the Florida State game because that's what we asked him about. And he went past FSU and just said, this way a kid can go to three schools in three years in the portal and, and just it, – it, why sit through that? Like If Nick Saban, it's overwhelming. So the right? game changed while he was the Huge. king of it. So yeah, that's, that's a, my point. It's a great thinking, way to put it. I was, I was listening with, with an ear of, I get it. And I don't know if guy in car, gal in car, if you're driving to work – it's not inspiring you. And, and Nick Saban's got enough money in the bank to buy and sell us. It, that, you, you're in a position you where you don't have to. You were in a position not to. walk to, away. Yeah. 100%. Another place like, you Like, I don't want to do it this way anymore because right. it's you're, about what I want to do. You weren't having fun. Nope. You weren't working for people nope. that you respected. That I respected. That right. Exactly So you said, right. see you later. Yeah. And, and then I called you. I said, I got great news. We're getting the gang back together. And you said, I've moved to the lake. No, no. I, I said, <laughs> I'm doing it. I just got to make it happen. But yeah. my, my, I forget no. about me. My point being Never. is, do you think you'll know when it's when you can't? Not you, can't. Listen, just, no athlete can ever. Like, no athlete ever figures it out. Michael Jordan embarrassed himself for two years with the Wizards. Right? Every boxer I know has ended badly. Like, almost every single boxer. Can you almost guys think ev- of an athlete that walked away on his own terms? Tom Brady. John, but Tom said Harry he wanted Sanders. to come back even this year. Say it again, Barry, Barry Sanders. Sanders. Uh, yeah, well, well Barry Sanders was kind of forced into it though because he his situation was a John, little bit of different. John Elway and Elway. Mike, and Michael Strahan. I don't both. know. I got to agree with Garrett. If y'all have watched that documentary, which I highly recommend this weekend, that Barry Sanders doc on it, I forget where, where it is. Yeah. It's an hour long of oh my goodness, he was at the top of his game, could have gone anywhere, could have made a ton of money, and and. Shut it down. Yeah, the only problem, and you didn't hear from him again. The only problem with him leaving when he did, or Calvin Johnson, they never won anything. Like it's when I think of going out on top, I think of going and winning, and or, or like having had a career. Like their career was cut short, meaning like we needed more. 
Because Barry wanted to be traded, and Detroit didn't want to trade him. Right. They basically right. forced ownership, him. Right. Ownership played hardball with him in that scenario. Yeah. It's very hard for athletes or coaches to think that. Guys in jobs, not a lot of CEOs. Well, that's not true. CEOs make so much damn money, and they have so many damn houses. Eventually, they may be like, I mean, this is a perfect time for Saban. His health's great. He looks great. He's got tons of interest. He's going to get an office overlooking Bryant Denny. And, you know, that's another thing I was thinking about. Do you want to go be the coach? And there's Nick Saban looking down. Yeah. I mean, that, that situation in Listen, Tuscaloosa is so unique. It's very similar to Krzyzewski at Duke right now. Roy Williams is at almost every Carolina big game. You see him in the stands yeah. with Hubert Davis there. Um, Vince Dooley at Georgia with Mark Richt. It wasn't a problem. He was there to support him. So, you know, I think they'll be smart about it. Do you think, here's my question. Do you think uh, Nick Saban will spend the day at practice in Athens with Kirby Smart? Like, as he's just, in, you know. I, I don't know why he wouldn't be a consultant somewhere, except that he wants to stay. Because I was thinking about, you can hire anybody to be a consultant. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he needs money. He's making so much money on the other side. My point is. I think that's a slippery slope if you're still employed by Alabama and you have an it, office overlooking I the know, I was thinking field. that, too. But I think there's an integrity that Saban would show up. And, and I think Kirby. that Kirby and Saban are so tight and and mutual respect that yeah. you can't even measure. Yeah, so. And I think you will see him in Athens. And, and I Kirby. thought Kirby yesterday was great. We don't have time to play it, but you guys go back and listen to it. In fact, that interview went national news quick, especially what he was saying on how to fix college football, which I knew it would. But, I mean, his relationship with Kirby, with, with Saban was he, – he, like, took Kirby on as a protege. Like, he knew this is the guy. Yeah, because he didn't teach Kirby those ideals. Kirby already had them about how when to be at a meeting and how to handle your business and how to coach. His dad was teachers and coaches. Right. His parents, they, you know, it just made sense. Has there been somebody in your life that you look back and go, I, I watched and learned? Uh, like I was the sponge was around thinking, that person. I mean. Don't say me. It'll be weird. Don't just, say me. It'll be weird. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I have learned. I've learned a few things for sure. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. NFL weekend, the Falcons need to be a part of. This weekend's awesome. Somebody, like, wrote it in. A, I mean, it's incredible. I have two bets. You want to make a lot of money, just wait six minutes, and I'm going to let you. It's going to happen, right? Right here. Gotta, right here. you got to okay. tell people the run you've been on. You were bragging on mine, and he showed me what's happening. All right. Y'all. Listen, let's be careful, but yes. you got to know when to fold them. Runs. you got to know when. That's when you should play the gambler. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 